Hello, and welcome to episode 75 of the Dial-Up Movie Club. I'm your host, Matthew, and with me this week, as always, we got Drew. Drew, how you doing this week? I'm still doing good, Matt. I'm still doing good. Uh, the boys and I went to the haunt this past weekend, a local haunted house. Good time, very trippy, lots of fun. High recommendation. And also, I released a video this week for the first time in a long time. It's a Fortnite video, so finally happy to uh, crank another one out. Nice, nice. Yeah, you got to promote that more at the end because I want people to watch it. Is thank you sir nice and speaking of good people good things we don't have dean this week but we got caleb caleb how are you doing this week i'm doing really good i i had a pretty good week uh started the week off going to a, a beetlejuice showing where they had a drinking game and fun beetlejuice cocktails nice. and that was a lot of fun and then uh finished the week off by going to a drive-in theater for a, a certain little film uh and then uh hung out with the boys like drew said at the haunt and it was a lot of fun yeah nice a lot of fun i'm glad i can finally be on the podcast with you caleb yeah yeah it's It's about time yes sir uh i had a good week i'm uh i'm at dean's place right now dean's gone (laughs) uh He's on a family trip and I'm house sitting for him. So if I sound a little different, it's because I'm using Dean's equipment. And so blame him if it's bad and cheer me if it's good. And so what I do this week? I've been watching. I got really into Nathan for you. Yeah. Um, good show. Good show. Oh, th- yeah. Nathan Fielder is a mastermind. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh, yeah, it's tickled that itch for me now that Impractical Jokers lost Joe. And yeah. What is that on? Sad. Uh, it's on uh, Hulu. Okay, I'll have to give that a watch sometime. because You have to. It's It will change your life. It changed it mine. Change for the better. Yep. Speaking of changing lives, changing my life for the better, we have a guest this week. Because this month, as it is with every month, we have a guest. And you know her from shows like Star Wars Legacy and the upcoming Justice League Mortal. And you can check out her movies, Crypto Legacy. She is a great talent, great improviser, great voice actress. We have Lindsay Gray. Lindsay, how are you doing this week? I'm actually doing really well. I just got done filming on Friday, my latest movie. And so this weekend, I've just been kind of chilling out. Nice. Like done filming as in that's a wrap or that's that is a wrap for my character. (laughs) Nice. Nice. What can you, uh, if anything, could you tell us anything about that movie? Um, it's a movie about a girl who gets a heart transplant and she ends up starting to have these memories of the person who donated the heart. So, That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Interesting. All right. Nice. Nice. Um, so you do a lot of stuff. I, I'd like to do a little research on everyone I have on the show. And you're one of those people where... I was looking through. I'm like, wow, this is uh, it's like a, a dictionary of great stuff that you're in. And um, I want to talk to you because we were both on a little show called Star Wars Legacy. 
Yes. And um, you were fantastic on it. And oh, I want to ask, you. was that your first time voice acting or do you do voice acting quite a bit? Um, I have done voice acting before. Um, I, I did a lot of it for some students uh, at VCU uh, who were going through like animation and stuff. And when they had, you know, finals to do and they had to come up with like this little animation, I would do the voice acting for them. But it was actually the first like audio drama voice acting I had mm. ever done. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I am a normal actress. How how can I do and I'm gonna be honest, I actually sat in my room where I'm at right now and kind of acted out the scene just so I could get the the voice down right. It was yeah. it was kind of weird. But it was it was really cool. Crystal was great. You were amazing on it as well. So Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love that show, and I love the cast. So, uh, yeah, and you are going to be on the upcoming Justice League Mortal uh, audio drama that we are putting together. Um, Are you excited for that? I'm excited for it. (laughs) I am so excited for it because uh, my day job, I actually work at Warner Brothers in the DC Entertainment Department. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So So that is, DC is my my life um and and you've (laughs) probably seen me posting stuff from our new office the old comic books the the Mm -hmm. lego back and the lego joker i'm posting stuff from the new dc offices that just opened up so yeah that's Mm -hmm. my life (laughs) (laughs) jealous yeah Yeah, i I love the pictures (laughs) you posted on twitter the old comic books because I was like, okay, these are some iconic comic books. You have, of course, uh, Green Arrow finding out his sidekick is a heroin addict. Just up yeah. on display in the lobby. That's my favorite <laughs> yeah. thing. I think everyone needs that comic up uh, on some wall in their house. It should be a federal it, law. It's <laughs> funny that that comic is actually up, and it's on the it's on the seventh floor, which is where our HR department is housed <laughs> so that makes it a little bit better yeah a little ironic <laughs> my accountant's a junkie <laughs> nice well you brought us a movie this week for our october halloween favorites and you brought i think it's the og itself you know the og of the slashers for me personally um you brought us halloween it's a Halloween. short and sweet title. It says it all. Um, John Carpenter's Halloween. John Carpenter's Halloween. Yes. Sorry, sorry. He's an auteur. <laughs> He's better than everyone else in the crew, and he wants you to know it. Yes. So, <laughs> just go ahead, John Carpenter. Do what you want. Um, I, so I say we start with our IMDb game. And um, for those of you who are new here, the IMDb game is a IMDb is a website where users can go and rate a movie on scale one to ten. Caleb, Drew, and Lindsay will then guess what the score would be with the decimal point included, and the closest person will get to give their initial and final thoughts first. Now, uh, I won last week, but Dean won the week before, so Dean, I'm going to default that to you, Caleb. So you get oh. to go first. I lost that week as well, so I get to go first for a week I lost. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> this is unfair. This is bullshit. <laughs> so this is an older movie. This came out in 1978. 
Um, IMDb nowhere near to existing at that point. So I have to go with the the rules of IMDb that not a lot of people, at least the only people who are going to be doing it are going to be people who love it. I I think I'm going to go with a I think I'm going to go with a 7.9. All right. For my IMDb score. All right. Drew, you got a guess? Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to one up Caleb here. I'm going to say it's a solid eight. All right. Price is writing Caleb right out yep. of there, boxing him in. Lindsay, you got a guess for what <laughs> Halloween would be on IMDb. Hey club members, it's Matthew. Now, as many of you know, I'm getting married next year. And I want to fit into a tux and most of all look good in it for those photos. So I've been having to prioritize my own health a lot more. Eating healthier, getting rid of sodas and walking more. And one of the biggest helps for me has been Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. And the hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, or on long flights. I love how it makes me feel after a workout. This stuff refreshes you. I love all the flavors, but let me tell you two of my favorites. One, the new strawberry lemonade flavor. Fantastic. And if I'm feeling a little more classic, I go with the pina colada. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. There are 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting, which contain five essential vitamins. B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C, with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. Made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DIALUP at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DIALUP at liquidiv.com. I'm going to go a little bit lower, and I'm going to say a 7.6. Ooh, man. All right. All right. So, man, it's a it's a tight race here, <laughs> and you guys were all very close because one of you was only 0.1 off, and that one of you was Lindsay oh. with her guess of 7.6. It is a 7.7. Oh, that's hey. criminal. Yeah, that is that is criminal. That's criminal to me. <laughs> I, I was I go- I was lowballing. I was lowballing for my score, so I'm surprised that it's lower than that. 
Yeah, if I were, like, I definitely would have been in the eights if I were guessing this week. Yeah. 7.7 seems very low. But Lindsay, since you won the IMDb game, you get to give your initial thoughts first. Like, when you first saw the movie, just, like, general thoughts on it. Um, so... I remember exactly the first time I ever saw this movie. It was on Monster Vision with uh, Joe Bob Briggs. I don't know if any of y'all remember that. What was it on? TNT, I believe. Anyways, they used to have it on in the 90s. And that is the first time I ever saw that movie. It was, um, I saw it off. It was a slumber party. My birthday. My birthday's in October. And I was just blown away. And then I made my parents buy me the VHS at Sam's Club, I think, two days later for my birthday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> As a VHS collector, that's one that I really want. I I would love to get the Halloween VHS. Um, yeah, that's nice. cool. Sweet. Uh, Caleb, your initial thoughts on Halloween? I, I've got a long uh, past with this movie. Uh, so... Back in the day, young Caleb, middle school, um, I would I would get in trouble a lot, and I'd get my Xbox or my GameCube or whatever taken away from me. So I was like, "Oh crap, what am I gonna do?" So what I would do is I'd, I'd turn on the TV, and it was October, and one of my favorite shows back then was The Walking Dead, and the channel you go to for The Walking Dead is AMC, and AMC always does Fear Fest. That's every single year, and they show. Mm-hmm. Every single Halloween movie, year after year. So Halloween, um, I I turned it on, and the first movie that came on was Halloween Two, and that was my introduction to horror. Once okay. I saw Halloween Two, I I got hooked, and I had to see the first one. So I quickly recorded when the next time they were showing it, which was later <laughs> that night, because they loop it, and I had to get to it. And since then, I've I've been, I absolutely love that series. I'm obsessed with it. It's very much of a nostalgia factor for me for that. Yeah. We had a disagreement a while ago because you put Halloween yeah. 2 above 1. And I was like, what are you on, buddy? That was, that was you... a personal thing. That was yeah. Personal yeah. Thing. Now I understand. It's the yep. nostalgia. I feel that. I feel that. Nice. Sweet. Uh, Drew, your initial thoughts on Halloween? Uh, the first time I saw this was with you, Matthew. Um, I just remember us sitting down in my living room, putting it on one year. Um, and yeah, I just, it felt like it'd been too long and I knew I wanted to see that movie. So, um, sat down, watched it, really enjoyed it. Um, honestly had not seen the first one for a long time after that until I went to a drive-in. Um, and that was a cool experience seeing it in the drive-in. Loved that. Um, but yeah, ever since then, I mean, just loved Michael Myers as a killer, um, a slasher villain. I think he's super cool, super iconic. And yeah, I think it's a very lovable series. Nice. I'm, I'm glad that you remember my first time watching because I was going to say I don't. So, um, (laughs) That's that. Uh, and I want to say that was probably right before the 2018 reboot was coming around. I think it I was. I, yeah. I wanted to watch it before the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, uh, my initial thoughts. It all started in 2010. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Michael Myers mode. Um, <laughs> that was my first exposure wow. to anything uh, Halloween related. And, and the poster? 
I've always seen the poster, never knew it was for this movie until I actually watched it. I just thought that was because I you, you look at the poster and I thought, oh, that's got to be like the, the guy in that movie has to have like a pumpkin mask. Like that's that's the thing. But then Michael Myers is no, he's William Shatner. Uh, very yeah. pasty. And, uh, pasty. <laughs> pasty William Shatner. And inside a, a little too long. Yeah, for real. So yeah, I had first watched it with Drew, and I'm a I'm a big fan. I've seen the the two newest ones and the Rob Zombie remake, but I have not gone through like Halloween two, three, four, five, and so on and so forth until they get to the part where they're fighting with rappers and such. I didn't get that far into the series, so I'm I apologize to Caleb and any hardcore Halloween fans out there. I love this movie, but I'm pretty sure it's the good one. <laughs> yep, yep. It, it There's a big drop-off after, I would say, four. A lot of people don't like three. I personally enjoy the shit out of three. I think it's such a fun movie. But, yeah, a lot of people don't enjoy a whole lot of the sequels of this. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I I imagine it's one of those, like, kind of how we talked about Predator and, like, all the slashers. Because, I mean, this re... I would argue Texas Chainsaw really or Psycho are the two movies you could point to to be like those are the ones that created the slasher genre. But it's I think Halloween Psycho, yeah. I think Halloween is the one that like perfected it, kind of, mm-hmm. I would say. Rejuvenized it in a way. So yeah. Um sweet. How do how do you guys want to proceed with this? You guys just want to talk about that opener? A fantastic opener. Love that opener. Before we start, I do have a little trivia game that I would like to see if anyone could uh, answer these questions. So only a couple questions, because there's a really there's a couple really good documentaries on the filming of this movie. Uh, One of them is on Netflix. It's called The Movies That Made Us. It's a really good time. If you have time, go watch it. It's a short forty minutes, and it's fun. It's a tight forty. There you go. Um, so I just have a couple questions. And so the first question is, um, so John Carpenter, obviously big, this was his second movie or like his second big picture that he made, at least that he risked on. What was the first movie that got him Halloween? Mm. Oh, man, John Carpenter's first film. I mean, this was real low budget. This might... It was low this budget, might be a... this is still considered to be a huge classic, and a lot of people do know this movie. This might be a stupid guess, is it? Because I'm it not even fog? sure if it's John Carpenter. I was going to say The, the Mist. Fog. It's not The Fog. No. Yeah, the I was Mist gonna is guess... Stephen King. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I was going to guess They Live. Nope, it is I Assault like on Precinct 13. You're right. Never I even forgot. heard of that. It is. I, yep. He also composed the score for that as well. Nice. All right. Okay. Second question. Dr. Lewis played by uh, the amazing Donald Pleasance. Of course. Of course. He was not their first pick. There are two mm. actors they were considering. Do you guys know the two actors? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I know. I, I know. I know the, the answer. But I can't remember it. I'll, I'll give. I'm I'll gonna give guess a hint. Clint Eastwood. Hint. Nope. I'll give a big hint here. Dang it! Both 
Both were in a version of Star Wars. Jo- uh, James Earl Jones? It was not James Earl Jones. Oh, that'd be dope. I'd love to see him as a version of Star Wars. Camel? He's pure evil. Who was that? Mark Hamill? Not Mark Hamill. That would be (laughs) funny, though. I would love to see Mark Hamill as Dr. Loomis. I think he could play a good crazy man. (laughs) Harrison Ford. Not Harrison Ford. Uh, So... I'm just going to go ahead and say it. No, I'm uh, not done. I'm, you're I'm, not I'm done yet? You really up. want to try? Okay, go I'm right ahead. I'm going to pull up every Star Wars actor ever. Wait, give me a hit. Prequels? Um, originals. One was in... Okay, so one was in the prequels, one was in the originals. <laughs> Ewan McGregor. As it was a baby. not Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah. as a baby. As a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson. Nope. So it... It was not Liam. That's not. Uh, oh no, he would not be guess. of age for that though. But yeah, that's a good the guy's guess. Ariel Jackson. Again, this is a '70s movie. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that plays Palpatine. Nope, that's also not a terrible guess. Um, it was Peter Cushing, or the guy who plays Admiral Tarkin, the guy that looks like a literal walking skeleton in a new oh. hope. Oh. And then also Dang. the man who 100%ed life, uh, Christopher Lee, otherwise known as Count Dooku. Oh, okay. I see Christopher Lee. I could yep. see that. Yep. Those are the two that they wanted, but they could not get them. Okay. I'm upset, but I understand. All right. <laughs> Next question. There are, as like Halloween fans also just watching the movie, you can see some pretty apparent I call them goofs. They, they they goofed at this part. Like they, yeah, they just goofed up. Um, there's three of them in the movie that are big, and I'm just curious if anyone can uh, tell me at least one of them. Oh boy, wish Dean were here. Oh yeah, she got one of them. She got oh, one yeah. of them. There we're are just, palm trees in Haddonfield, Illinois. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Palm trees is the big one. Um. Oh man. Goofs. You can give up if you want. It's one of them is difficult unless you like 100% you see it. Man, I'm just thinking things that don't make sense. Like the part where they're like, Michael got hungry, implying that he ate the dog and then no one talks about it ever again. (laughs) That seems like a goof. Why'd they do that? Technically not one of them, but I can understand. Oh, that from, like, oh, oh, is it right that now. he can drive? Is that is that a goof? That's not a goof, uh, but I do. It's weird. I, I'll, I can count that because that's weird because, I mean, he's been locked up his entire life and all of a sudden he can drive like perfectly. Mm-hmm. I like nope, that they so, bring it up. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> like how d- he can't drive. Well, he was right. doing good last <laughs> night. Night. <laughs> oh, how'd that happen? Um, okay, so one of the big ones was when he is attacking Marion Chambers, the the girl in the cab driving Loomis, Mm -hmm. he slams his hand on the glass, and if you look at his hand, there is a very obvious wrench just taped to his hand, so the glass would shatter. Mm. Yes, I did know that. Um, and then the other one was the actor who played Linda... In, I think, one or two of the shots, she continuously trips over the dolly that they use, and they keep it in. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, That's I funny. That now. 
I never caught that one. Yep. Nice. All right. We'll do we'll do two more. Okay. Um. So Michael Myers, uh, famous. Absolutely. You hear the name Michael Myers, you instantly think of the white mask. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Where did they get the name Michael Myers? Oh shoot! I actually know this. They named it after um a guy in production. He was in the crew, wasn't he? You're you're close. It I was. I it was a guy uh, that oh, somebody yeah, that bullied him in school. It was not. Nope. Okay. This the name Michael Myers came from the distributor of Assault on Precinct Precinct Thirteen. Yes. Um, yes. Yep. That's it. He was a big part of John Carpenter's career, so he decided to give him homage in the name of naming him Killer. <laughs> nice. I find it yeah, a little I, funny. I knew it was a guy connected to John Carpenter. They were they were work buddies. All right, last question. I I think it's one one between uh Lindsay and Matthew right now. Drew, you are you are lacking. Yeah, Drew, you I suck. What can I say? I didn't do that much research. <laughs> He's not good with names. Yeah, give me a break. All right. Uh, final question is uh one of the opening shots of Halloween. You see um child Michael grab a knife. Whose actual hand is that? That is John Carpenter's wife's hand. Ding, 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 ding. I'll, I'll take it. it. I don't know if they were married Ex-wife. at the time, but it is, it is Deborah Hills. It is Deborah the co-writer Hills. of Halloween. Yep. And they were romantically involved. So I will, I will accept that. So Matthew, I win you, are, Halloween you are the winner. Trivia. I'm the king. I'd like to give my speech now. Um, evil dies tonight. That oh, is God. <laughs> Nice. He's a monster. No, speaking of that opening (laughs) scene, though, um, we talk a lot about great openers, but I love this one. It's so good. The the setup, too, where it it shows it all happen, and then the reveal that it's a kid that did all this. Even now that I've seen the movie enough, it's still, I'm just like, dang. Every time. (laughs) I can't really think of another movie that has like, or at least before Halloween that has that big of a cold open. Cause that's what that is. You start out that movie. It's death right off the bat. Yeah. And I can't think of another movie before that. That was like legitimately just a cold open like that. Yeah. You don't see that much from, um, seventies, eighties films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I am thinking of star Wars though. Just that opening of a new hope. That's with, true. Uh, that was Vader. very big action based, yeah. That's a good cold open. Um, yep. The the shot with uh the actual kill as the child is very corny looking from the perspective <laughs> of the mask. He's gotta he's it. gotta check his killing yeah. for him. He's legit looking at the knife while he's stabbing <laughs> his <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And and it's just the fact that it holds on that knife shot so long. Yeah. It's like, Michael, why, yeah. watch where you're stabbing, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you could hurt someone. No, I, I don't think we can talk about the opening without, without talking about the big thing about this movie. Is the first thing you hear is that amazing score from John yep. Carpenter, the main title for Halloween. And, yeah. I mean, it, it really... The score of this movie really sets the tone of the entire of, of the entire movie. It, yeah. it is absolutely fantastic. It's such I'm a sure. good opening with that music. 
I mean, I absolutely movie, love everybody the knows that titles. music. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that music. You can just start. Everybody's like, oh, it is fantastic. I have the uh, they they change it for every single like movie just a little bit. So like the theme for Halloween two, the theme for Halloween two uh, is a ride. It's all completely synthesized and it just sounds goofy. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit <laughs> but uh so they, they, they a few, like, spring sound effects yeah matthew like it's sad because you really did just hit it right on the really? <laughs> that's awful <laughs> i hate that <laughs> now i gotta watch halloween too <laughs> hey it's a so... fun movie i'll be there to watch it with you all right this is also a request to any listener who has Shudder. Is it worth it? Lindsay, do you have Shudder? I'm very curious. No. No. It is not worth it. I also have Shudder. And if you like if you like old horror movies, they've got a couple on there that are very, like, not known. Like, uh, a couple weeks ago, I had the boys over and we watched Shopping Mall. That's a really, that's an 80s film. Uh, that's Yeah, that was a one. lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But see, the thing is, is that they have so much of their own like Shutter made stuff that they just push at you like crazy. Oh, it's hard to get through it all. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll pass for now. But every Halloween October, it tempts me. It cackles at me. They do have Halloween on there. Yeah, I've I've too many streaming services as it is. (laughs) Too much to watch. Uh, yeah. Okay, sweet. That's all I was wondering. Um, <laughs> it, it, the whole oh, man. There was this book because I was really into. I really wanted to be a horror director for a long time, and there was this book. I forget who wrote it, but it was called Men, Women, and Chainsaws that I read. Um, I don't know if any of you've heard this book, but it goes over a lot of these old slashers like this texas chainsaw friday 13th and like the role of gender and basically it's basically scream as a book you know how scream just like dissects everything in these movies it's that in book form and most embarrassing experience of my life was going to a librarian and saying hey can i i'm looking for a book it's called men women and chainsaws and uh she was like what (laughs) What are you looking for? I'm like, uh, I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> I was not, I was not looking to deal with that. So, but um, no, it's really interesting how Laurie Strode as like a character works as um, some like you could see it as like a damsel in distress, but she is not that. She is what they call a final girl. And yep. yeah, she's the OG. She's the OG. Um, which I, she does it best. Lori Strode's I my mean, favorite. I love Sydney Prescott, but Lori will always, yeah, favorite that, final girl for sure. Final girl. I mean, she she really is. Uh, I think one of the documentaries uh, that I watched called her, and it's it's very fitting. Uh, I think it was the Princess of Horror or something like that because her mom. Uh, I can't remember what her mom's name is, but she, her mom is the girl who dies in Psycho. Yeah. Oh, that's like, she was like, she was made. Yeah. Janet Lee. Thank you. Yep. She was like made to do this role, basically. Uh, That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be cool to have a little generational 
uh horror movie family <laughs> and yeah she's very like yogurt commercials she's she's not a damsel in distress because she's very resourceful and um is like able to get herself out of these situations quite often especially in the rebooted series like she's just complete badass oh yeah especially <laughs> sorry <laughs> just looking at michael myers i got three michael myer faces just staring at me right now in caleb's screen or oh, now that's great i'm caleb's glad you got a... on this episode <laughs> Caleb's got a little crush on Michael. I, I have a lot of my. I got a lot of Halloween stuff in general. Like this is just my Michael Myers stuff. I could whip out my Freddy Krueger stuff as well right now as well. No shame. <laughs> I'm just a big. If you know me, you know I'm I'm a very big horror fan. I very much love all things horror. Got to get that fix. <laughs> and then Thank he just true. sips out of his Michael Myers <laughs> mug. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Nice. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was gonna say because the whole damsel in stress. Like the only reason I say that is because I've heard criticism of horror as a genre of like it victimizes the women all the time, and it's it's like uh, predatory against people. It's there's always that joke of like the black guy dies first, you know. Um, but I I just think horror as a genre, it just I don't, because it's always the, there's the final girl. That's the reason that's a term and it's been played with. And that is the character who makes it to the end. Traditionally, she is pure. That's how she's seen Laurie Strode. She's the one not having sex. A detail I like in this movie is that every other character is losing clothes, but basically every scene Laurie Strode is in, she's wearing another article of clothing. I, I always notice that she just yeah. seems to get like puffier every time. True conservative <laughs> <Which> is... <laughs> fashion. <laughs> and um, I love the story when Jamie Lee Curtis got the role of Laurie Strode. I think she just went to JC Penny with the, uh, uh, what was her name, Caleb? Uh, John Carpenter's oh, no. wife. Uh, Deborah Hill. Yeah, Deborah Hill. Yep. They just went to JC Penny and went like on a shopping spree for the day yeah. and got all of Laurie Strode's clothes for the movie. <laughs> I love Well, that. another another thing that was funny was that um Jamie Lee Curtis has come out and said multiple times that she was surprised when she got the role for Laurie Strode because like in high school and her entire personality was basically making out with a bunch of people and like, you know, doing everything that everyone dies in this movie for. So she was very surprised that she got this role. That's funny. Yeah, she should be the victim. <laughs> hey, you know, that means that means she knows how to act. I, I do we think that um because uh, Halloween Ends is coming out real soon here. Is it going to be out when this episode releases? Yes. It will be. Halloween yeah, so will be out. Um, are was we thinking good? any predictions? Like, is Lori going to die? Is Michael going to die? I'm thinking they're both going to die. And then I'm yeah. thinking that they're going to like tease that Michael might still be alive. Or something yeah. like that right at the end. And yeah. No, I I could very much see it shaping up like that. It would... 
I hope that if, yeah, Lori dies, Michael dies too. Or if Lori dies, you know, it's obviously by Michael's hand. Yeah. Uh, if I can take a second. I, I am surprised that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis came back. Because she came back for Halloween H2O, which was 20 years after the original Halloween. Only because they promised her, you get to kill Michael. Michael will be done. Mm-hmm. And then in the next movie, they go... Oh, actually, the person that you killed wasn't Michael. It was an ambulance driver. And then the first thing that happens in Halloween Resurrection is uh, Lori dies. She gets killed by Michael Myers. Oh, I bet she was pissed. She, yeah, they really did play her. So I was well, very surprised to hear that she was coming back for the role for the, the fact, Halloween 2018. The fact that she did come back, I think, means that they kind of made that promise for real this time. Because if that's I, something that she really wants, like I could see that being the case. I really hope so. My favorite version of Laurie Strode has been Crazy Old Lady Strode. Yeah, it same. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. It, Lovable character. And yep. how they got her to come back for Halloween Kills is they just said, Jamie, you're literally laying in the hospital bed the entire movie. Jamie, you, Jamie, you remember what you did with Halloween 2? That's gonna, what we're going to do again. going to bounce out with that paycheck quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, Halloween Kills God, is fun. In the reboots, the yeah, she's she's so lovable as an old woman, but her daughter is so annoying. I hated like how against Lori, they all were. No, they're they just don't ever believe her. And it's like, you know, your mom is showing signs of trauma for a reason. Yeah. You're just a hater, Drew. You're a hater. She she grew up with a kook of a lady. A kook of a lady training her how to do all the shooting. I don't just, Lindsay, where do you fall? Lindsay or Lori Strode, good or bad mom? Interesting mom. I love old lady Strode. She is a badass. And I think that I think they're both gonna die. I think in in order for one in order for Michael to die, I think Lori has to die as well. Okay. I think you're all I agree. wrong. Completely no agree. one's really? going to die. Everything's going to be left in the most ambiguous way. Could we make more money off of this way possible? I I mean, I hope that's not the case, but I mean, that would be valid. I, yeah, I'm not going to opt that out. I have heard that, uh, that this is the last time Michael Myers will hit the screen for a long time. That's what I've heard, at least, but that could be dead wrong, and that could just be conjecture of them wanting to make more money later. Probably, probably. But, man, like, like, so in this movie, and I think there's, like, a small bit of this movie that kind of is contingent throughout the whole series here. Um, the uh, When she's in class, her teacher's going on about fate, and I think that, like, you know, when you look at that, just as like this series goes on, yeah, they are kind of just like met through fate. Michael is like destined to hunt Lori until one of them dies. So if one of them's gonna die, I think hopefully both of them are. I think. See, but that's not it though. That was the point of the reboot was to show that uh, Michael wasn't really interested in Lori. 
because it's yeah. the doctor guy that brings him to her. He's the one who's all like, they they gotta have their big fight. They they're gonna whoop on each other. And Michael's just like, guess you're here. I'm stabbing you. It works but out. Even so, like, like even after the doctor is dead, he still hunts Lori. I think he was just kind of a stepping stone in like that whole line of fate. And he's the <laughs> one that domino. happened to bring them back together. Yeah, yeah, Domino. <laughs> <laughs> exactly See, but i don't like michael as like a character with motivation i think he should just like that's what the face is like just a don't watch the sequels slate (laughs) don't watch the sequels (laughs) yeah (laughs) but then if you if you don't like him being motivated then like what other reason is there that he's still hunting laurie to this day he's the pure embodiment of evil that's what the, he is. The that shape. wants to just kill Lori. I mean, no, and others. He doesn't but... just want to kill Lori. He does. Right, he, he doesn't even care about Lori. Yeah, so because Lori is the, the one obsessed, not Michael. In the reboot, yes, um, Michael doesn't give a crap about Lori. Lori gives a crap about Michael because of the trauma. Mm-hmm. In the everything before they rebooted it, it was Michael is Lori's brother. But I feel like that kind of flips at Halloween Kills. Like, I feel like Michael does come after Lori a bit at that point. He doesn't go for Lori at all in Halloween Kills. No? Halloween Kills, he wants to go home. He wants to go to to the old Myers house. Yeah, she's she's in the hospital. Okay. Yeah, Hmm. she's in the hospital, and they're like, we got locked down the hospital. And then they do that whole weird homeless guy subplot where the guy gets in the hospital, and they think it's Michael. I hated that. That They just basically bully this dude into cracking his head on the cement. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, Yeah, but Michael doesn't... He's just walking around. I I like that movie, actually, because it is just him walking around, just murking Haddonfield. (laughs) Yeah. he doesn't go to the hospital. He's he's right going right to his room. He just wants to look out that window. I love him. And that's the Michael I like because he doesn't... I, I never know what he's going to do. I like that he is unpredictable. And he just... He's like a dog chasing cars. He wouldn't know what to do with one if he caught it. He just does things. That is a beautiful, beautiful quote there. <laughs> Thanks. A little dark night for you. Miss that movie. All right. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Not at all. Not at no. all. No, not at all. I, that is a hundred percent what I think. Michael, at least how John Carpenter write him and wrote him in this movie. That's exactly how Michael is. He is just mm-hmm. a guy who is going to kill anyone who is like messing with him or messing with his house. And that's why it's so thing. scary. Yep. Because, because you never, because he's not motivated. He's not like I'm good. I'm doing this for money, or he's he's not robbing people. There's no reasoning with Michael. If you and Michael are in a room together, he's just going to kill you. He's not going to tell you why. He's just doing it, and you're like, okay, this is happening to me, because you can't stop him. That is yeah. very yes, yep. Alan. I, I completely agree with that. That's valid. Is Jason like that as much? Because I was thinking, I feel like Jason, Jason has a bit more motivation. Jason has much more motivation. The entire motivation in Jason's head is his mother. Mm-hmm. And his mother wants all the teenagers dead because, you know, they were sleeping around while Jason was playing in the water and then he drowned. 
they weren't actually watching him. It happens. It happens. Yep. If we're going to talk about Michael, we got to talk about his counterpart, though. The We've talked about him a little bit already. Dr. Loomis. He is definitely the counterpart goal. to Michael, in this movie, at least. And this is, in the reboot, they very much... They kind of have a Loomis character with Sartain, Dr. Sartain in the 2018 one. But in my opinion, like if we're looking at Loomis, I think Laurie Strode is the new Loomis in Halloween 2018. He is crazy. He's got his gun out at all times and just ready to guns blazing at Michael. He He's ready for it. I'll give yeah. him that. Because, yeah, he's just like, I don't want him ever giving, getting out of here. Yeah. He does he does wonders in setting up Michael in that scene where he's like in the car with the chain smoking nurse. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's like, I never want him out. I, he hasn't spoken in 15 years. He, he's just pure evil. And every single thing he does, I love when the kids are like at the Myers house. And he's just like, get out of here, you little shits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have his exact quote written down because I love it so much. He goes, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. And then and then like a second later, he's just like, he is so proud of himself. Yeah. He's so happy with what he just did. <laughs> But so like he he does end up um turning kind of evil, correct though? He goes crazy. He yeah. 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 Yeah, he goes crazy. He wants he... Michael dead at any cost. Well, I guess unless I'm thinking of a different movie, I thought he assisted Michael in like a kill at one point or gave him back his mask or something. Uh Dr. Sartain in 2018, he was Yeah. He, okay. Yeah, that's a different that's a okay, different okay, guy. Okay. Yeah, he was he wanted to know why Michael killed. That was such a for me, that was like, oh man, you just took me out of it. This movie was so good, and then you just had <laughs> when when Doctor Sartain, you're you have Allison's POV, and she's looking through the uh, the glass, and she just saw him kill or stab the cop, and then he, just goofy as ever, he comes up with the Michael Myers mask that just does not fit his head. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks so funny to me, and it's just like, damn, that took me out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the when I think about that part of the movie, I like it as a concept because it's like I think it's Loomis if he had gone crazy, like yeah, he was like I don't know, still alive and studying Michael. Yeah, but in execution, it it was poor. <laughs> it was bad execution. Yep. Talk about some of the other characters that are in this. We got um, Linda, Bob, and um, I can't remember the uh, Sheriff Brackett's daughter. Annie. What is her name? Annie. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do we think about them? They have great kills. I, yep. <laughs> I like how they all die. I, I don't the, know. Because her, her one friend is kind of a biatch a little bit. Just the the whole condescendingness. Um are you talking about Annie? I the, think that's probably who I'm talking about. She's she's dressed just, in the kitchen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's she's just so rude. <laughs> <laughs> she got butter on her shirt, bro. She needed to get her shirt off. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, because when I get butter on my shirt, I strip naked. That's off. the first thing in I the do. Kitchen. It's in the kitchen. In yep. the kitchen. Yep. While you're babysitting, no less. 
<laughs> yeah, wait, where was the kid at that point? <laughs> in the living room. Jim was watching the thing. Yeah, yeah I was gonna yeah. say that. And this was before yeah. the thing. So yeah. that's kinda that's kinda cool, like seeing as to uh John Carpenter's insights as to what he wants to do. That is really cool. I love that. It's a fun touch. Um, and you forgot two more characters, uh the two dogs that Michael kills. Oh, uh, rest yeah. in peace. Big yeah. I'm giving biggest RIP to the dogs killed in the movie. Yeah, specifically, I want to give it to the one that was Ian, because I cannot tell you how much that doesn't sit <laughs> right Ian? with me. Well, do we, like, we don't see that it's Ian. No, but... We just hear the presumption by the doctor that it was Ian. Yeah, but why? That's such a strange choice. It is. No, it doesn't and make he, sense. And I haven't watched all the sequels, but I presume there's never been another dog eating. I don't... Other. I don't think they show him eating a dog in any of the films, but I think that was just more to be like, yeah, this this Michael Myers dude is a little crazy. He's a little nuts a little in the head. Up. Yep. Um, I got a I got a question for you guys. Do you think you at all have any clues as to what Michael's like supernatural abilities are? Because I I feel like maybe with each kill, he does kind of grow stronger in some sense of the word. Well, they. Okay, so, like, how the sequels to this movie work is they split it off into two different timelines. Um, and one of the timelines, they explain it, but it's really dumb. Okay, <laughs> well, well, what's their explanation for it? Um, so, basically, why Michael is evil and why he has this power is that... Um, I think it's, like, Sam Hyde. No, he pronounced... It, it's some crazy... It's the ritual of Sam Hyde. I, it's not pronounced Sam Hyde, but that's how the person who I watched, or that's how Loomis pronounces it. Um, and basically, to stop terrible things from happening on the town, um, they did a ritual, a demonic ritual on one kid to kill his entire family, and if that entire family dies, the town won't go through anything terrible. And basically, that one kid was Michael Myers, and that's why he has all this power, and that's why he's continuing in, in that timeline, that's why he continues to try and kill all of his family members. Oh. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Huh. <laughs> I think he's just got real strong willpower. I think he's definitely I like, like that explanation more. Okay, I he's think not, dude just, just not my day I got. He's like, nope, I'm not going down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I I gotta say like peak human. I don't think he's superhuman, but I could see him like on a Captain America level. Like where how I how he like he I think getting shot like four or five times falling off a balcony, I would consider that superhuman. And getting yeah. up and walking away. Yeah, he he do he takes it like a champ, but that's just his willpower. <laughs> he's built different. He just built different. Uh, he's not taking it. <laughs> I respect him for it, you know? Yeah. And but of course he, he's gotta have that like slasher portation. Where, like, oh, if you're yeah. not looking at him, he can teleport behind you. I think there's definitely some of that in there. But that's... And his biggest power, you know, plot armor. Yeah. <laughs> they need they need sequels. He can't die in a gunshot and a fall through a balcony in, in the first movie. Yep. <laughs> that's probably why that happened. Was uh, yeah. They just wanted money. 
Well, actually, no. They wanted uh, John Carpenter wanted it to end right there, and the studio was like, "Dude, this made money. We need to make another one. What are you talking about? We need to make twenty more." (laughs) So it was. He was happy to make another one, but then it came down to it, and it was just like he struggled so hard with the script for Halloween Two, where it was just like like every uh, a lot of people know this. It was a pack of it was a six pack a night to get him through that script. I thought he a did six it. six pack a night? A six pack of night to get through that I thought script. he did it in a single night. Like he wrote did he do it in a single night? I don't know I if wanted... he did it in a single night. I want to say I... he did it all in one night off of like just a bunch of beer. Just so much beer. <laughs> just a concerning be amount. <laughs> Either way, that... a concerning amount of beer to get through the Halloween huh. 2 script. That like, why is his go-to beer of all things to get you through writing a script? I don't know. It's couldn't be it's me. The 70s. The Low 70s. budgets couldn't afford Low budget seventies. Yeah, yeah. The, let's talk about the budget for this film and also how much it made because that's ridiculous. So yeah. the budget of this film was basically like three hundred thousand dollars, which mm-hmm. even for the seventies, that's that is stupid. Small bananas. I'm, I'm actually curious. Uh, Lindsay, what was the budget? Do you know at all what the budgets were for the, the movies that you've done? Like the, I can't remember what it was called. Oh, Crypto Legacy? Yeah, yeah Crypto Legacy. Y- yeah, that was, it was uh, considered very low budget. Um, yeah. Usually they say to make a movie, you need at least 25000 to start with. That's just to yeah. make a basic movie. This lower budget stuff, especially when it comes to horror, it's interesting off of like, um, I'm trying to see the, but cause I keep my spreadsheet and I'm trying to, what's another low budget movie we've done. Um, man, all these well, are like in the million. Horror is easy to do because it, it really doesn't cost a whole hell of a lot. And because there's so many people that are fans of horror movies. Yeah. Yep. The is easy. Yeah. And I, I wish we got more high budget horror. Same. I, I yep. do love I would low say, budget. Horror, I would but... say Barbarian is high budget. Horror. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That movie was fantastic, that and also was it, fantastic. the two was... new It chapters. Yep. I was going to yep. mention the It movies. So seem. I like think it. those are like the biggest we've gotten in a long time, where it just feels like yeah, they really put their all into this. Yeah, but this, I mean, no credit lost to this movie, though, because after its release, like, it wasn't that big, but then word of mouth made it go huge, and it was the highest grossing independent film of all time up until Blair Witch Project, which really? that's, that's crazy to me. I yeah, that's that. wild. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, or the, yeah, the highest profitable, meaning, like, you yeah. know, Star Wars probably made more money, but at the end yeah, of the day, it's like... It's a yeah. $300,000 movie that made... Made. Almost fifty million dollars. Yep, and that's insane. Um, good, good on the investors on that one. The <laughs> only budget that we've covered that's even close. Um, it's Halloween would be our second lowest budget movie we've covered. Is um Eraserhead? Eraserhead oh, yeah. only had a budget of ten thousand dollars. Yeah, ten thousand. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that wow, movie's insane though. That movie, yeah, that movie is wow. I see it's even okay. more impressive that it was only ten thousand. Yeah. I can never walk out of that movie without having a headache from the baby crying. Yeah, for real. 
I would love an Eraserhead baby. But speaking of Eraserhead babies, <laughs> who's the MVP of Halloween? What well, what a weird segue. <laughs> well, because Eraserhead baby is the MVP of film. So, just in general. That's a hot take. Uh, it's, I don't think so. I feel like that should be a cold take. Everyone should agree <laughs> with that. Um, MVP. MVP. Well... I mean, I do really want to give it to Lori. <laughs> I Me think too. I'm. I might give it to to Doctor Loomis. I love Lori, but I don't know if Lori would have survived much longer if Doctor Loomis wouldn't have come in and like shot him up a bunch of times. That and is plus, true. If, if anybody, if anybody at Smith's Grove or anywhere would have listened to him to begin with, this movie would have been. Not, it wouldn't have even been a movie. Like yeah. there would have been no massacre on this night. Hmm. Okay. I see it, but I feel like Loomis has a big chunk in this movie where he's just walking around. Yeah. And... Yeah, he's looking for Michael because he has no idea where he is. And there's yeah. one scene where he's first introduced to Sheriff Brackett. Oh yeah, I know. Um, right in front about. of the department store, and Sheriff Brackett goes, All right, I'll just be a minute. Just give me a second. And he's just sitting there, and I have the biggest, like, scream moment in my head, mm-hmm. where it's just like, just look behind you! Please look behind you! Michael's just Michael on a Sunday cruise. Right <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of rewatching this movie, is once you catch on that there are scenes where Michael's just in the background, it's yeah. very fun to, like, do a little eye spy. Mm-hmm. Watching. Well, I, I love that, like, they do that. Like he is just like kind of hidden in the background sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's such a neat detail. It reminds me, oh man, I don't know if I can talk about this. Cause what if I still want it to happen? But, um, a uh, previous guest in it Zilla, uh, we wanted to make a slender man short film and mm-hmm. have it where in literally almost every shot you, if we would hide him somewhere in the background, I so like it was that. Like he was always there. I like um, that. But, hey, Drew, you want to do a short film about Slenderman sometime? Hey, Dude, I would love, love to. That <laughs> was my idea. <laughs> do it. No, Lindsay, you, well, yeah, Lindsay, you got MVP for this movie. I'm going to go with Michael Myers. Nice. I mean, come on. He, he gets shot. He, he gets back up. I mean, he just... And he eats the dog. Like, now I... <laughs> I didn't he even... He eats re- the dog. I'm gonna be That's honest. A, I didn't think- even realize that he did until you said that. I'm sitting thinking, I'm like, oh my god, he does. He eats the dog. Like, that is so <laughs> weird. And I've never picked up before today, so thank you. Now I have to go back and rewatch it. He was the MVP because he ate the dog is probably the strangest MVP argument that I've ever yeah. heard on the show. But I am with it 100%. <laughs> Peter's coming after us on this one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I say. I, I want to say Lori so bad because, like, she's protecting the kids. She's covering for a girlfriend when she wants to go get it on with Bob. Um, you know what? She, but, like, people have been giving me crap lately for always choosing the main character as the MVP. 
I I think I'm gonna side with Caleb here, even though like I don't think the doctor is doing necessarily enough. I think that Lori, the fact that she runs upstairs, tells the kids to hide, and then hides in a closet. Like I know she opened the window to make it look like she left, but like, do you think Michael's that stupid? Like, she do you is, think a serial killer is that stupid? She I don't is know. For it. She is she is smart, but also makes bad decisions. Yeah, at least like, in this movie, she she's. I, not to jump ahead too quick, but she she stabs Michael in the eye with the coat hanger and then stabs him with the knife and then walks out two steps and then drops the knife and walks away. Yeah, I know. I'm like, she does that multiple times where she drops his weapon right next to him and doesn't check to see if he's dead or anything. Like, yeah. you know, Zombieland rule, double tap. I have that in my notes. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Zombieland rule. <laughs> Uh, I guess the spot just opened to name Lori MVP. Then I'm naming it to Lori because uh, there you, you know, go. Look okay. out for others. Look out for others. Um, biggest star IP goes to uh the boyfriend at the beginning. His uh sex life because that dog. man lasted oh, all okay. Yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> I have a thing that Sydney pointed out that was super strange and kind of made me really hate this guy. Um, so he says something like, so there's, there's a girl, a little girl, they're babysitting. Well, I, I can't remember her name. Um, are you talking, wait, are we talking, uh, oh, we're not at talking the beginning about the same of the movie? Right now. Oh, yeah, we're talking okay. at the beginning of the beginning. movie with Judith Myers and, uh, two, two pump chump. That's what I'm going to call him. Chump. Yeah. Man walks in and out <laughs> of the bedroom. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're talking right okay. at the beginning, so like the cold open. So oh, okay, you okay, see okay. Michael looking through the window, and you see he sees them go upstairs. He then walks around the house, grabs a knife, and he is leaving the bedroom and going out the door. Okay, I, they had sex in the time that it took him to walk around the house and enter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had something else about the other uh, sex scene boyfriend. Oh, um, Bob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... He, they're babysitting a girl, and I can't remember the girl's name. I'll just say like, um, I think it's wait, Lindsay what? Wallace. Lindsay, okay, Lindsay, Lindsay, okay. So he says like, what does he say? He says something basically like, oh, so uh, how about we go in there and get undressed, and um, the girl's name gets undressed too. And she's like, what? No, stop it. Like, playfully. But I'm like, what are you, what are you talking uh, about? He's- she says totally, because that's her line. Yeah, but like, why? Linda. Totally. Uh, so I think there was a little bit of a miscommunication there. He, They say that the girl who's getting, not the girl who's babysitting, not the little girl, they're going to rip off Annie's clothes, the, the one who's doing uh, the babysitting. But they say another name, too. Yeah, so, okay, so this is the line. I'm pretty sure how it goes is, all right, so first um, you rip my clothes off, then I rip your clothes off, and then we rip Anne's clothes off. And are you sure? I'm 100% positive. All right, hold on. I got to try and find this now. And then we rip a tombstone out of the graveyard. I'm gonna Lin- I'm gonna go digging Lindsay for this Wall- now. Lindsay Wallace is all the way at uh, Lori's house or at uh I can't remember what the Doyle's house. Tommy Doyle. Great kid. Oh yeah. Great yep. kid. Bad adult. Great. Bad kid. adult. 
Evil dies tonight, baby. Although he does, he is played by uh, Paul Rudd in one of the sequels. Really? Oh, okay. yeah. That's a strange yep. show. Is it, yeah. is it the original guy in Halloween Kills? No. No? That, that, the guy who plays Tommy Doyle in this movie did not grow up to be an actor. Man, well, I wonder what he's up to. It's a good question. I hope he's having a good day, though. <laughs> I miss No, him. no, okay, I just watched it. He said, then you rip my clothes off, then we rip Lindsay's clothes off. That's what he says. I will pull this up right now. I'm watching it right now. I will, I will die on this says. You are wrong. No, you are I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm dead me. serious. I'm Don't watching do it right my now. boy. Don't do my boy Bob like this. Dude, Bob's a pedo. Bob is not a pedophile. He Stop is. it. Oh, I don't think there'd be a line like that. <laughs> I didn't think there would be either. But oh it, god, you might it. be right. <laughs> I just watched what? it. Hold up, dude. No Bob way. exposed. Yeah, he does say Lindsay's. Yeah. <laughs> dude, what the hell? I I, I need the line was supposed to be Anne's or Annie's, but. Wow, that is a that is a horrible mix-up. If that's, that's the rough. case, that that's should rough. you know because this this went through like post editing and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know. Drew, you were you were right, man. I apologize. I should not have defended that <laughs> no, pedophile. Okay. Like I just did. <laughs> I mean, you're right, but <laughs> you're right. I'm looking through, and I'm I found a Reddit thread. <laughs> I'm That's what I found. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's just like, "What?" <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, well, at least at least he he dies a good death. Yeah, that that is my that is my favorite kill of the movie. Right, Michael there. has it, very low tolerance for pedos. Yeah, <laughs> no, what? Michael Myers MVP is now looking more valid. Even valid. Lindsay, you lost me at the dog eating, but uh, you might have me back with the pedo killing. <laughs> He's a mixed bag, that Michael Myers. I gotta, I gotta do something real quick. I can't keep this up knowing uh, Bob is a pedophile. R.I.P. Caleb. Dang, bro. I had, I had Ghost Bob hung up on my wall. I have to take him down now. Thank <laughs> you. Bob. <laughs> he's out of here um speaking of canceling bob the greatest r.i.p canceling bob <laughs> yeah <laughs> getting stuck to the wall that's i mean that's iconic I and then the head tilt is just perfect the head yeah tilt, of course it's perfect he's admiring his handiwork dunce there are like a few people i could but I don't know, like, if they're bad enough to. I'm gonna say Linda. I'm gonna say totally. Is that totally? I was gonna. Say... That's totally. <laughs> you have to name her totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is is Linda the one that's the worst, or is that Annie? Uh, Annie Linda is the blonde one that always says. Totally. Okay, then then I... oh, you know what? The way in which she dies, yeah. I, I, I'll I give it great... to her for that. I have a great bit of writing um, from one of the lines in here because I was just like, man, they they really, uh, <laughs> they really, Deborah Hill really outdid herself with this one right here. It is, um, I always forget my chem book, my math book, and my English book. Oh, and my French book. 
who needs books anyway? I don't need books. Who needs a bunch of books? How many <laughs> times do you need to say books in a line of dialogue? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the whole thing people. with the the whole thing with the ghost sheet, like that was That's stupid. Good. That's I why I'm Bob. No, I it's love stupid. No, I mean it's it's stupid that she fell for that and died that way. Oh, uh, okay. I like I would have been suspicious when. Yeah, yeah, it's scary for sure, but no, she dumb for that one. Michael Myers dressed up for the occasion is great. I love his. <laughs> I love that he did that. I, that's one of my he is a goof, about he is a goofy killer. Yep, he he <laughs> likes to have a little fun. Yep, <laughs> we have a little fun when we kill. Yeah, he just does things sometimes. I'm like, oh, you didn't have to do that. I mean, I it's don't mean to go back to that. I don't mean to go back to the Halloween 2018 film, but like in that, he like literally carves a cop's head into a jack o' lantern. Yeah, like, that. like that's really fun. Oh man, yeah. getting creative um, with it. One thing I I questioned when watching this movie, and I guess this could be considered a goof as well. Who has a jack o' lantern next to the bed? Who carves a jack o' lantern and then places it right next to where they sleep? <laughs> that's a fire hazard. <laughs> you know, set the mood. <laughs> what, what better way than a jack-o'-lantern but that you know what i don't know like with leds i could say normalize indoor jack-o'-lanterns no but i can get behind the the concept i thought it looked cool yeah and i was just thinking about this michael myers definitely can teleport because there's a scene where Lori's looking out the window and he's like in the sheets, the hanging sheets. And it usually in a scene like that, it's like something happens. Lori looks away. And when she looks back, he's gone. Lori never looks away and he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's like, she does not like, react like, to it. You remember those memes where it's like Michael Myers, when you blink and it's like just <laughs> someone running like Mach 10 speed. <laughs> See, that's. I don't want to say it because I love Lori Strode, but she, if I was to name her dunce, she would be the smartest dunce of the movie of all time. Well, why are you even hypothesizing as to why, why she's the dunce? She? Yeah. She drops, she drops the knife. Oh, she, okay. She stays, she goes into the house finding one dead body and continues to look around the house for more people. No, there's a dead body. You get out of there. That's like. That's like survival 101. Yeah. Hey, she True. found all the dead bodies and they were all making yep. silly faces. I liked that. Is a, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When the like cupboard just magically opens behind her to reveal one. Like, well, yeah. Also, Bob just falling from the ceiling like yeah. randomly <laughs> right when she shows up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something like a little detail. Very before very little detail. That, Drew, before we get oh, to that, Drew, oh. uh, Lindsay, uh, what's who's your who's your dunce of the movie? Oh yeah, Bob now, pedo uh, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. understandable. Dean, Dean were here, I know he'd disagree, but uh, yeah, yeah, he's not else. stupid for that. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> he was just being a little funny. We don't know him. <laughs> Dean's um, like to defend himself. Oh, poor guy. But yeah, a, li a little detail I like um, is like the mask breathing. 
that you hear whenever Michael's just kind of looming. And um, the way that the film ends with the mask breathing just overlaid, like over the shots of the city and the town, like it's cool. The sound design in this movie is so good as well. I, I love whenever like something happens, like like when Michael first looks up at the window and the lights go off, like a synthesized just like ring happens i don't know if anyone knows what i'm yeah exactly yep and it's i just love that noise whenever i hear that because it just it literally screams just the 70s yeah yeah Yeah. in general i love this like we were talking about soundtrack it's fantastic and uh sound effects and everything i think that's i makes this movie scary i yeah a hundred percent that's exactly what i was about to say i don't think this movie is scary without the soundtrack yeah, I think it's just a little goofy. <laughs> I, I think if, if you were if you were to watch the sorry, go ahead, Matt. No, I was just gonna say I love this movie because it is scary. Like yes. I like yeah. slashers because that's like my favorite subgenre of horror because it doesn't scare me. Halloween is like a slasher movie that genuinely gets to me because it feels like how we we're saying that end shot where it's the breathing over the shots of the town it's like this was just a town like this wasn't people going to a cabin in the woods it wasn't like going to a haunted summer camp no this was just like in small town illinois mm-hmm. and it's i feel like movie that makes it feel more tangible like it could happen yeah and i feel like it also kind of goes back to uh how he lacks motivation and it's just evil like he's just this evil stalking creep that you just look over and he's there and the next minute you're dead. <laughs> and yeah. that's that's frightening because you don't know what he wants, why he's doing it. He's just doing it to kill you. He just does things. That's that's uh, another part of it was I loved um, how Loomis describes him as a child because it perfectly describes him it perfectly describes the mask that he wears early or later on. So like when Dr. Loomis and Sheriff Brackett are in the Michael Myers house and they're talking and he goes, um, I met a boy with a six year old boy with a blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes. And I mean, like that is exactly what the Michael Myers mask looks like. It is a blank, mm-hmm. no, no expression, no facial features that are actually like identifiable just nothing with just black eyes and i think it's i think it's a very creepy mask and i think they did a great job making it yeah he's like a shell of a human being he's just like a husk yeah yeah and that's why it's weird to me in this movie that michael's like what 26 i think he's something around there yeah 20s but it feels like i'm just used to old man michael where it kind of makes sense this i'm like man he's a little spry guy like he's a young he's in his prime (laughs) i love i love the uh the evolution of the mask like the mask yeah the mask in this is great and like i haven't seen some of the other halloween movies like um Uh, yeah or whatever but like those i i like the masks in those too like they're definitely not nearly as menacing or like just good in general but i love that they are they're corny, but they're still lovable in my opinion. Uh, and the newer yeah. ones are uh, are obviously just like fantastic, well made, super cool. 
I, I will agree with everything except for uh, I I absolutely hate the new mask or not the new masks, but the masks in the sequels to this movie. I like Halloween fours, but then they take a turn after Halloween five and they are terrible. <laughs> if you have time or like just search up Halloween five, Michael Myers mask. It is the goofiest looking thing. His face is just straight up on a 45 degree <laughs> angle slant. That's why I like it, though. That's why I like it. It's goofy. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. Let me see. I'm Googling. Yeah. He looks like Nicolas Cage. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Why'd you do? I was going to say, like, a rat. (laughs) A rat? Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Poor guy. He didn't deserve that. Just saying what I see here. Nice. Jesus. I, I'm just... I'm at Dean's house and his hamster just, like, jumped up on something. <laughs> oh I don't like being at Dean's house anymore. It's just scary. <laughs> there, is, there is one scene I would love to talk about. Um, and it's when Lori... Right after Lori just found all the bodies, she cowers into a corner... And then she's right next to a dark closet. And as time goes on, you can start to see Michael's mask in the closet. Like your mm-hmm. eyes are adjusting to the darkness. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely, that is my favorite scene in the movie. And honestly, one of my favorite scenes in like almost all of horror movies in general. Because oh, it, is, really? it is so well done and is so good how, how they absolutely did that scene. Agree. It's incredible. Agree. Uh, and, I'll, and to add to that, the scene of him just sitting up behind her yeah that's fantastic it is really it's, good it's, i nick castle did a great job yep nick castle did a great job just uh being a creepy dude in a mask <laughs> <laughs> i think I, like even his movements go to sell the fact that he is really just a shell of a man because like it, it's very like robotic very inhuman it doesn't seem like anyone should realistically move that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the way he... um, This whole movie could have been resolved if at the beginning Lori did give Michael her number like her friends thought she should have. But maybe he did just want to date. Maybe that's his motivation. Maybe I was... <laughs> he's a deeply motivated character. He was turned down. <laughs> I don't know. He 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 got shy. He ran away. That, that he's, he's just a, a shy, shy guy. He's, he's just so a shy goofy. guy. He's so goofy. <laughs> I love Michael. He's such a goofball. <laughs> and that's that's the movie. the movie. Man, well, Lindsay, you won the IMDb game, so you get to give your final thoughts and rating on a scale one to ten for Halloween. First, it's always going to be a 10 to me it's nice like like he was saying with that scene where you know your eyes adjust and you all of a sudden start seeing the michael myers mask that is actually one of my favorite scenes in in a horror movie as well it's just so well done and it's literally you you can see how they took that idea and went on Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street it was just based on Michael Myers and that is what is so cool about this this movie will never get old I agree it's timeless 
It I sure know, is. Yeah. Like we watched Chopping Mall. That doesn't work today. Halloween <laughs> will always work, I feel. It's, yeah. It does have that timeless quality to it. I agree with that 100%. Nice. A 10 for Lindsay. Sweet. Caleb, what are your final thoughts on rating on Halloween? This is like, I mean, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's it's in my top five for sure. Just, just honestly, I, a lot of it probably is nostalgia, but past the nostalgia, it is still just a straight up, it's a great movie. And so many people find so many different things inside of this movie different meanings and at the end of the day what john carpenter really just says is we we, we made a horror movie <laughs> that, that was literally it. there wasn't any deeper meaning there wasn't anything like cool about it it was just yeah we wanted to make a horror movie change up the franchise a little bit and i i think they did a perfect job doing that i absolutely i love the franchise and i love to hate the franchise <laughs> so uh hundred percent i think i'm also gonna have to agree with Lindsay, and i think this is a 10 out of 10 all right sweet wow nice uh drew your final thoughts on rating on halloween well i will always love this movie i think it's uh yeah it really is revolutionary in horror i mean it really kind of gave way to so many more slasher films and that's something that is uh beautiful about this film and i think uh yeah it is still scary to this day which is really surprising um and you know even all the little flaws in this like i wouldn't consider them flaws like the things that caleb was pointing out like the tripping over the dolly and stuff like i don't know it's just things that kind of add character to the film if anything but um no i i absolutely love this i am also jumping on the 10 out of 10 train wow all right nice three tens in a row this is insane no pressure yeah. Yeah, no pressure for me now, but uh, yeah, I, I like this movie a whole lot. This is, to me, the, uh, uh, sure, I'll say it, the greatest slasher movie of all time. Um, nice. What hasn't been said? It's It's got horror. The music is fantastically composed. It's, um... It's iconic. I, I don't know what else to say. There are some flaws to it, like obviously palm trees in Illinois. Not great. Um, and also a joke about stripping off a 10-year-old girl's clothes. <laughs> not great. <laughs> yeah. Eating a dog. Not great. Um, but at the end, of the day, it is really good, and I do forgive most of it. It is one that I try to watch every Halloween season. And for good reason too. It, it's it's really great. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Wow, you just had to be that guy. Hey, Nine's still good. I thought nine. a dial-up history was gonna happen one. here. Usually, I'm the one giving out tens. I'm. You already know it's like a three from Dean. So why are you getting excited? Uh, <laughs> he wasn't here, so we'll never know. Maybe until next week, if he watches it. But nice. Well, that was Halloween. Lindsay, thank you so much for bringing that to us. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, Now, tell the people where they can find you online, all of your upcoming projects, everything Lindsay Gray. Where can they go for that? Uh, they can follow me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Real Lindsay Gray. Uh, my movie 
uh, the memory in my heart will be probably coming out next year sometime. I also have a commercial coming up for Help the Homeless in, here in L.A. So I'm really excited about that. And yeah, and then, uh, of course, the Justice League audio drama will be released soon. So, yeah, lots coming up. Sweet. Awesome. Exciting. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Um, Thank you for having me. The Halloween favorites train keeps on going because we have a bonus episode this month. We got five Mondays. And the fun thing about it is, double fun thing, is that the following Monday after this one is Halloween. So this episode is going to be coming out on Halloween itself. A real Halloween special, if you will. So that's going to be fun. And um, Halloween, it's all about bringing the gang together. Um, and I figured since we have a new co-host coming in this month, it'd be fun to get all four of us on an episode. Yeah. Coming next week, we have a guy on the show right now. We got Caleb coming in with a (laughs) movie next week. And Caleb, since you're here, you can, uh, you can, uh, introduce it. Yeah. Um, okay. So Matt, uh, I do have to say, I told you a movie and I I am going to, I'm going to dial back. That movie is still on the option, but so Drew, and I guess Lindsay, you're going to take the place of Dean here. Oh boy. Um, If you had to choose between another, another horror movie classic or just one of the most absolute fun, um, Halloween movies you've ever seen. Out of I'm, those two, which, which one would you pick for next I mean, week? If it's going to be Halloween, I'm saying give me fun Halloween all the way. Matt, what are you saying? I mean, I know what the one, one is, yeah. and I'm voting for the one because I love okay. it. Oh, Lindsay, it's all up to you. Lindsay, you're the tiebreaker here. <laughs> I would say classic. We'll go with classic. It's, it's Halloween. That is yeah, very screw right. you, Drew. Yeah, screw, screw me, you, Drew. Screw me. Drew, it might be sad because the movie I was going to pick, what the Halloween fun one, was Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed. That's a what? banger movie. That Kill, is a me. Banger movie. No, Kill me. <laughs> I thought about. What we will be month, watching. But I really thought Drew would, so I didn't. <laughs> Damn. What we will be watching is. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, nineteen seventy four. Oh, oh, oh baby, okay. we're watching that. All right, I'm still happy. I get to watch it on Blu-ray. There you I go. I've got it on Blu-ray as well. Nice. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre next week. Awesome. Well, with all that being said, Drew, where can the people find you and all the good things you're doing online? Oh, it's that time to shout out my new gaming video on Naughty Bear Freak's channel. YouTube, check it out. It is a Fortnite video, about 20 minutes long. It's my first in a very long time, but I am really hoping to get part two out very quickly as well. So, And hopefully many more parts after that. So uh, if you're not subscribed, go check that out. Go watch that video. Also on TikTok, check me out under that same name, Naughty Bear Freak. And check me out on Instagram where I do film photography under harvey.barker.photo.video. Fortnite's aight. Yep. That's the video. Look it up. That's the video title. Look it up. Awesome. Caleb, where can the people find you and all the good things you're doing online? Yeah, you got it. Um, I'm pretty new to social media. Um, I do have a Twitter. That is uh, CurvyCabe, C-U-R. 
R V Y C A B E. I also have a Twitch account that I sometimes stream on and a YouTube channel, same name, uh, same spelling. So yeah, if I'm if I'm ever streaming, don't feel free to to check me out at some point. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Hopper2400 and my personal YouTube channel, Pure Fission. And of course, don't forget to join the club by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Hit that bell notification and give us a five-star review while you're there, you know, since you're there already. But, um, and... We have merch, of course. Go to redbubble.com, look up Dialogue Movie Club, hit our shop so you can have all of our amazing options. And don't forget to watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre for next week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Dialogue Movie Club. And remember, it's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>